okay, you guys, I'm sick. Right off the bat, I want you to know I'm sick because I sound really nasal and just like not that enjoyable. One or two people once in a while will say that my voice is sexy. Not today. Not today. I'm feeling very sexy for the podcast. Um, you know, I'm just a little bit ill. But um, welcome to or welcome back to the Rich Herring Podcast. How are you? Merry Christmas, by the way, and a happy new year. And also, a big Merry Christmas specifically to anyone who lives by themselves, because I know that can be difficult. I've had many Christmases living alone. And also, an even bigger Christmas to the people who live by themselves and are single. This will be my 32nd Christmas being single, and ain't nothing wrong with that. If you're codependent and in a relationship, that's fine too. I wish you, I wish you, I wish you a happy Christmas as well. On today's episode, we're going to do a Q and A. There are four people who follow me on Instagram, and um, I put up a story asking if anyone had any questions, which already puts me on the back foot, to be honest, because I think that people who who like solicit, you know, on Instagram, they'll be like hey, ask me a question or what are your assumptions about me? Like, it's already getting off, in my opinion, to the wrong start. Like, already, this episode sounds very self-involved. So you have to forgive me. But sometimes the nature of this beast is it has to go that way, I'm learning. Because in the last couple of weeks, I've recorded so many episodes of this podcast. I kid you not, if you could see the software that I'm recording on right now, it looks as though I've recorded like a seven-part harmony because there are so many stems of the hours that I've recorded, different episodes, and I always wake up to them the next day, listen to them before putting them out, and I cringe so much for myself. Yes, I asked for questions and answers uh, to the four people who follow me on Instagram, and I actually had some very, very smart questions, which is super, super cool. Um, They weren't just like, how big's your dick? (laughs) Which I I was low key expecting. Um, but no, I'm, I'm not giving people enough credit because I've had various messages in general in my DMs about the things that I've said on this podcast that have resonated with, sorry, that was bad English, things I've said on this podcast that have resonated, resonate, things I've said on this podcast that have resonated with people, yeah, that's right, if I just say, if I say it really quickly, it sounds right, things I've said on this podcast that have resonated with people, As I say, it is a small group of people who listen to this podcast, but it is a meaningful group of people. And um, honestly, it gives me like a lot to think about hearing about your life experience in coordination with something that I've said that's like struck a chord, or maybe you've had a similar or like parallel experience. It's very, 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 very interesting, especially speaking to people who are from different places of maybe like different backgrounds and different ages. It's just really cool because... Um, I'm going to assume that people listening to this are gay, and if you are gay, definitely at least the first half of your life, you'll have probably been operating on an island inside of your own mind with your thoughts and feelings, and opinions have probably been very different to the people around you, and you get so used to being in that space, and as an adult, it gets quite difficult, I find, to kind of break out of that way of thinking, and so usually, quite often, I'll find in my day-to-day life, I'll keep my thoughts to myself, because I know that they probably won't resonate with very many people. So having this experience where I'm able to express myself like in a total vacuum where it's just me and a microphone and I'm speaking to a group of people who fully support me has been so incredible and has really taken me out of that headspace. And for the first time in my life, honestly, I feel like I'm 
really connecting with a group of like-minded people and it's invaluable so thank you so much for that and I mean it really from the bottom of my heart so Merry Christmas to you and a Happy New Year as well and a late Diwali to my Maharanis who are listening to this podcast um yeah so like I said we're going to do a question and answer um and I guess I will just go right into it so I put these in no particular order it says um you're doing good on Twitter and on OnlyFans, but your Instagram and your TikTok are... F- <laughs> what? I didn't actually read this one f- through. You're doing good on Twitter and OnlyFans, but your Instagram and your TikTok are a flop. Okay, well, that's not a question, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Do I think that my TikTok and my Instagram are a flop? Um, they're definitely obviously not going as well as my Twitter and my OnlyFans. And I have given that a lot of thought because, of course, it would be really beneficial for me to have followers on all of those platforms. Um, I think the reason I've struggled for now, and I will crack the code, you just wait. It's one of my aspirations for 2024. But I think the reason that I've struggled is because there's something quite brazen about being like an Instagram influencer and a TikTok influencer. It's kind of like quite polished, isn't it? You're like quite out there and quite self-assured quite self-confident being like brazen and beautiful and that's never really been my vibe actually just to take it to the back of what I said at the front of this podcast about I'm being self-involved like I it's just not very me to like I've never felt like that person um you guys definitely give me a lot of confidence in the last year or so but it's still not really my vibe to be too posy like that in fact Honestly, when we have content days at Andy Studio with our friends, he'll have so many great ideas for TikToks. And I know if I agree to do it, it will help me, obviously, in that realm. But I still don't go in those TikToks. I usually honestly film it for him because I feel like if I'm pretending to be a mechanic or I've like oiled up my body and people will like look at those TikToks and be like, what is Rich doing? Or actually forget people. I will look at those TikToks and be like, what is Rich doing? Like, I think that I've said always that I want things to feel like authentic and honest. And I don't think Instagram is a very honest vessel of like communication. Like, even though I know, of course, you can write stuff out and express yourself on upload videos. I just don't think that um, it, it comes across as a super authentic place to do that. This podcast feels really raw and Twitter there is it's like a lawless land so you can do anything and so things do feel fairly honest on there too I just think I obviously haven't found my groove on Instagram or TikTok yet and I I obviously really need to do that that is definitely one of my goals for next year something that I guess I feel like people don't necessarily know about me obviously because I make porn but I'm very very into my fashion in a very very big way I also make clothes too always have done love sample sales high-end clothing particularly and um always put together like really fun looks for all kinds of things um so perhaps maybe in the future I might go down that route kind of like sharing my passion for that style um but it definitely would be kind of like focusing in on something else rather than me like selling myself as a beautiful body I don't think I'd feel very comfortable doing that at least not for now Um, But yeah, let's move on to question two. Question two is, what's one of the biggest lessons that you've learned this year? I've learned so many things this year. um, But I do think in general, one of the lessons that sort of like come to light um, is kind of knowing to work with what you've got. I can think about some, I can think about actually very many times in my life. I've got so frustrated over inequities. 
over people being in various positions of privilege through luck or nepotism and me getting so frustrated with that not just for myself but for other people too and I do think just kind of accepting that there is so many inequities and nuances in the lay of the land in every environment you're in especially in the corporate world and I guess in this world too with OnlyFans and stuff and just kind of like being able to have a really clear understanding of what that is and where you sit in it and instead of being frustrated with what you don't have really lean into what you do have and focus on those things and I say that because like if I got too caught up in the things that I don't have that lots of people do I would get so like bogged down with that but instead like this year I've done the absolute opposite like I've been really really clear on what works well for me and what I have that maybe other people don't and I've been like really 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 shining a light on those things and working really hard on those things and the things that I don't have that lots of people do have let's talk about that like what is that um so for example that filming day at Andy's that we spoke about recently, there's that really big guy who's like German and straight and like really, really big and uh, marketing himself to gay creators. Um, he like uh, pulled aside out of the group of, let's say there's like 10 people. He took every single person aside and asked them to film a TikTok except for me. Um, and I know that's because I don't have exactly what he is looking for, what he f- finds to be attractive, or what he believes that his audience find attractive. And instead of me feeling like really rejected by that, I actually like completely understood because I was like, okay, well, that's fine because th- th- like that's just what works for him, right? And what works for me might not work for him and like vice versa, but there would have been a time I'd have been so upset by that. Like that would have really, really bothered me. But instead, I think like knowing how to use what you've got to your advantage rather than getting like too pissed off with what you don't have because everyone definitely does have something that they can work with. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't think that, but I definitely do now. Um, So yeah, I think just like being able to play the game rather than get pissed off at the game and let the game play you okay question number three how much money uh, how much money do you actually make from only fans like are you renting like am i renting as a, <laughs> um yes i am renting i have rented my entire life um i have uh money in a high interest savings account but that is honestly from all of the work i did at the games training and then afterwards in corporate jobs um and so it's actually definitely not from only fans you'll meet so many people who have an only fans account and they all will tell you that they're making loads of money <laughs> like everybody you meet who's a content creator on only fans will in some way signal to you that they're really successful and they're making loads of money and lots of people will be like they'll talk about oh yeah well man like oh my my fans you know they all want oh people go crazy when i do this like and it's just like oh it's a bit cringe because to be honest i think that first of all i think that 98 percent of people are lying to you about how much money they make in general whoever they are but i do think when it comes to porn it's like even worse because obviously you're making porn right so i feel like if you jump the gun and you immediately tell people it's like the second breath that comes out your mouth like i do porn oh i'm and i'm really rich because what can you say back to that no matter what your judgments are you can be like, oh well yeah look i'm like making all this money like i think it's kind of almost like a bit of a defensive thing that people kind of come in with to be honest 
And I do think people aren't very honest about how much they make from OnlyFans as a general. And I say that because you may or may not know, but OnlyFans tells the creator exactly what percentage they are in. So say I'm an OnlyFans creator, I can log in and see every day how successful I am compared to everybody else internationally on that site, which is obviously millions of people. So I'm able to know how successful I am on the platform compared to other people. And I obviously know how much money I'm making. So when I meet people who obviously are not probably within the same percentage as me, and then they tell me they're making all this money, it's very easy for me to know that that's a lie. Um, But I do feel comfortable telling you that um, thanks to you and this great year I've had online, I'm in the 1.9% of um, all creators, which is, is for me, feels like such an incredible achievement, honestly. But, it, it, I mean, it's enough for me to fund my life without saving too much, but it's enough for me to be able to, like, live and also, but also be careful about where I'm living and how I'm living. It's not this huge disposable income, and I think that's quite important. I guess I think that's important to say. And one more question I have here is somebody said, um, have you had any hate or bad feedback since starting and how did it make you feel? Um, the honest answer to that question is I, I've been so impressed at how positive people have been generally, even when I'm being super sexual and like happily objectifying myself. Sometimes the messages and feedback I get will be like super personable and like won't go in that direction. So I've been really surprised in a lot of ways. I found people online to be really, really amazing to me, as you've heard me talk about before. Um, but of course, there have been a, f- a handful of bad comments. Um, and you've probably actually heard me probably talk about them already on this podcast a few times. But I guess something that's new that I haven't spoken about before is kind of like my experience filming with Andy and Dean as two people who I really get along with and enjoy filming with, um, I would say that their fans are pretty brutal, to be honest, like very critical about me specifically. Um, And reading some of their comments uh, back to back um, is super, super interesting because it's honestly a little disappointing to me because as you may or may not know, Andy and Dean obviously like promote themselves as straight men pushing their boundaries, having gay experiences. And most of the time they film, it's with other straight men too. And so obviously I'm an openly gay man and I've come along, got along with them and filming content with them. And most of their audience basically, from what I can see, inadvertently kind of say that they don't like to see me on their channel because I'm gay, which is quite disappointing because obviously these people who are following their accounts are gay themselves. So seeing them sort of like put straight men on a pedestal, but then also be very like openly negative about the one and only gay man that features on their content is quite an interesting psychology. Um, and I obviously know that's no reflection on me, but it, that, that definitely is like a strange corner of OnlyFans that I found that, um, people are so averse to seeing me on their page because I'm not necessarily the exact type that usually features on their page. And you'd think that it's just a little self-hating in my opinion. Um, so yeah, there is that and no reflection on Andy and Dean, as you know, I love them. Um, and another question I've got here is, um, what? is the most unique experience about being online. I know that your one year is coming up. Oh, thank you. Um, This last year, making porn, if we're just going to call a spade a spade, 
and sharing my personality online is unlike anything that I've ever done before. And what I mean by that is that it really is the only thing I've done for myself, by myself, with no outside opinions, completely in a vacuum. And it's very rare in your life, I think, that you ever really have that experience. But obviously doing OnlyFans does provide that. Because if you're starting out something like this, it's not like you're about to text your friends and family and see what they have to say. You kind of actually start with your tail in between your legs. And so for that reason, you have to trust your intuition and what you think is right when you're navigating this OnlyFans world. And you just have absolutely nothing else to go off. And... Um, after nearly 12 months of doing it and having a fruitful experience, you actually realise that that's like been a really, really powerful thing. Because I was raised that if you had any kind of venture that you were pursuing, you would find people who were further down the line who had more experience and respectfully sponge as much of that experience as possible, harness it and then consider it when you start your venture. But with this, obviously, I completely didn't do that. And it was just very, very interesting to see how far you can get without having the distractions of other people's opinions. Um, I kind of feel like some of the weaker characters in my life that I know are the people who have five of their friends on speed dial for every hiccup or question they have to do with their own life. They solicit opinions from all of these people and they don't just stop and make themselves their first call and problem solve them on their own. It's kind of like a knee-jerk reaction that you reach out to all these people, screenshot text messages and send it around and see what they have to say and and kind of almost in turn accidentally value other people's opinions over your own intuition. Um, and that sense of self that um, this journey has given me has kind of been amazing and it's definitely been a huge confidence boost to just uh, remind myself that um, sometimes once in a while you just know what's best for you and um, it's really worth like listening to that um, gut feeling above anything else so yeah if you I actually like highly recommend it whether it's like a job thing or whether it's just like in your personal life you're maybe going to date someone a bit different like once in a while just do something completely on your own and tell nobody and just make call the shots and you'll be surprised how far it takes you that's definitely a really big lesson that I've learned this year and on that note, I'm going to round out this podcast. Um, but I have very much enjoyed sort of like being by myself today um, recording this because I notice just from hearing myself, honestly, as I'm speaking, I'm obviously feeling a bit more comfortable drip by drip as time goes on. If you've listened to this podcast since the introductory episode, hopefully you're noticing that too. Um, you have provided me with, um, without sounding too American, but you've provided me with a safe space um so I definitely do feel like this podcast is a safe space for me to sort of like express how I feel and um yeah I just feel like in good spirits at the moment and I'm so thankful for you um I would love if you had it in you to review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it it makes a massive difference I'm like a lunatic I am refreshing that review page like every day um on Friday and Saturday of last week two people left me the nicest coolest reviews and I screenshot it and sent it to my friend so I know who was listening who who I know listened to this and I was like is this you and it wasn't which makes it even more meaningful so thank you so much um when this podcast gets reviewed and rated five stars it's like the only measure that these platforms promote your um podcast and I really really want this podcast to be successful as you know 
Another favor I have is if you wouldn't mind following my sad Instagram, get on the ground floor whilst you can, whilst before it blows up, because <laughs> that's my plans for 2024, um, as you know. Anyway, um, Felice Navidad, love you. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I will definitely speak to you much sooner and I won't leave the gap as long. Love you guys.